Welcome to another episode of Women Rise Up. You have the power to go from being a warrior woman to a warrior woman, and we're here to help you. I'm your host, Jacqueline Withers. Follow us on KingdomWomenRising.org. You can get more information about each episode and download a free ebook, The Kingdom Life, by the president of KWR. Peggy Grimes. You'll also find information to request a free bondage breaker session. Today's title is Stop Resisting Arrest. Yes, women of God, you are being called to stop resisting arrest. Not A-R-R-E-S-T, but a rest. The Bible reads in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The definition for the word rest, according to Strong's Concordance, is this. Christ's rest is not a rest from work, but in work. Not the rest of inactivity, but of harmonious working of all the faculties and affections of will, heart, imagination, and conscience, because each has found in God the ideal sphere for its satisfaction and development. Tony Evans comments in the Christian Standard Bible, And view here is the invitation to salvation. To rest is to put your burdens in God's hands and enjoy his provision of forgiveness and eternal life. Jesus promises to give us rest when we rest in him. When yoked to fears, trauma, self-pity, and low self-esteem, we can't produce fruit. Psalms 27, 14 says to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Wait is defined as binding together, perhaps like twisting, like making a rope. It stresses the straining of the mind in a specific direction with an expected attitude. As you rest, learn to wait on the Lord by binding yourself to him through studying his word, meditating on it, and bringing back to God's remembrance. Yes, that's what I said. He's spoken to you concerning different things in your life. Bring those things back to his remembrance. Has he given you a vision or prophecy that has yet to be fulfilled? Did he give you gifts that have yet to be used? Are you like Moses and think you've destroyed the opportunity to serve? Have so many hurdles been in your way, like David experienced, that you don't want to press on anymore? My sister, be of good courage. God doesn't leave anything unfinished, and he's not a man that he should lie, neither does he repent of his word. Woman, Rise up out of the bed of selfishness, self-pity, and self-loathing, and stop being so self-deprecating. I'm going to read a quote from the author, Cheryl Strayed. She said, This is not the moment to wilt into the underbrush of your insecurities. You've earned the right to grow. You're going to have to carry the water yourself. End quote. She should know because she completed a 1,100-mile hike after the sudden loss of her mother. She was 22 years old, and she went on a solo journey, which helped her subsequent struggles, including heroin and abortion and divorce. 
She has strayed so far that she changed her last name to Strayed. Now, not many of us will take a solo 1,100-mile walk or change our last name. However, we trust Jesus has begun a good work in us and he will continue it. And we are new creations in him. He'll even help us carry the water. There's work to do. You have to get your lamps filled with oil and join the brigade of Christians to usher in the coming of the king. Don't stay in the dark feeling lonely. You're not alone. Others have been where you are. I felt like I was alone, that no one understood. Then, thank God, I found out that many women were feeling the same way. We found a way out through the power of the Word and Holy Spirit. According to the Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, loneliness is as deadly as smoking 15 cigarettes a day, more lethal than consuming six alcoholic drinks a day, and more dangerous for our health than obesity. He calls it an epidemic. If you're lonely, a rest in Christ may be just what you need. Are you full of self-inflicted wounds because you've been criticizing yourself? Or have you been trying to validate everything you do by what others say and do, pretending it's all acceptable to God? Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. The yoke is a wooden collar that joins two animals together, usually oxen, and it enables them to work together. Oxen are castrated male cattle. Don't let anyone or anything cut you off from the joy of the Lord. That joy comes from working as his co-worker. Being yoked to him is the joy that gives you strength. Isaiah 14, 3 and 4 in the Living Bible says, In that wonderful day when the Lord gives his people rest from sorrow and fear, from slavery and chains, you will jeer at the king of Babylon and say, You bully you. At last you have what is coming to you. Satan is that bully, and he will get what is coming to him. But for now, God has a work for you to do. It'll take you out of your comfort zone because it's not a work that's of a natural assignment. When God has for you is a heavenly, holy, spiritual assignment. That's what he has for you. Do you remember what Paul said in Philippians from chapter three? We put no confidence in human effort, though I could have confidence in my own effort if anyone could. Indeed, if others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. A real Hebrew, if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. If Paul recognized his confidence in himself based on his superior knowledge or religious standing was of no value, you should understand that you don't have a ground to stand on based on your education or lack thereof, religious affiliation, or prestigious standing. Again, your calling and election are from Christ, and the only thing you can do to serve him is allow him to work through you. God was preparing John the Baptist when he was conceived. He's been preparing you for his work too.
Think about John for a minute. He lived in a wilderness eating locusts and honey. We don't know how old he was when he left home. Did he have money saved up or was he a pauper? I like to think that he was resting in the Lord and not worried about a thing. I'm not saying that John was sitting on a rock while waiting in the wilderness for his debut. He just let the Lord guide him. How much revelation did he receive away from the distractions of the world? When John came out of that desert experience, he was ready to serve God. Look at Matthew 3, 5 and 6. People went out to meet him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. It would be a challenge today to be sent into a real forest-like wilderness, though that's where it seems like we are sometimes, even in the company of others. Like Jesus, John must have been led into the wilderness, but they were being prepared for something greater. Have you ever asked God what he wants you to be, where he wants you to be, and what does he want you to do in the harvest? Is he calling you to come out of the wilderness of preparation today? Trust God when he calls. When John came out, folks came to hear this strange-looking, bug-eating man because he had a message from God to share with them. Who's waiting to hear from you? When we stop fretting, worrying, struggling, and yield to God's will, we'll have peace and then be able to rest in him. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Resting in God will help you deal with feelings of failure. When we rest in God, we acknowledge that our worth is not determined by our individual achievements, our appearance, or any other external factors. Instead, we can find peace and security in the knowledge that we are loved unconditionally by God. Practicing self-compassion and self-care can also be important parts of the healing process. This may involve setting boundaries, seeking support from other Christians, or engaging in activities that bring joy and fulfillment. Remember that healing takes time and effort, but with patience and perseverance, it is possible. Let us not be yoked to our fears, insecurities, and self-doubt any longer. Learn from Jesus. Talk to him about everything. He's gentle. Get that Bible off the shelf and start reading again. Ask the person of the Holy Spirit to give you understanding. Then, like John, step out in faith and boldness and unapologetically share the message of salvation. Someone is waiting to hear your testimony. Amen. The letter for this week for your affirmation is the letter F. I'm using free from Galatians 5.1. Women, rise up. It's time. Amen. I'll see you next week. Music.